York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New out. York, New York, big city of dreams. Blouses as announced before, man. The Knicks come back after being down 19 points in dramatic fashion with a comeback victory for the ages. Who said these games are important, Ryan? Who says these <laughs> games are important? You damn well. This, this, the Knicks come back and beat the Washington Wizards 115 to 113. And we did it in dramatic fashion. We did it with, with unforeseen lineups. We had ups. We had down. We had Kemba playing bad. We had Obi Toppin playing well. We had last-minute shots. We had three-pointers shooting. We had Grimes getting significant minutes. What more do you want, Ryan? What more do you want, Ryan? This, 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 game, this game was like a typical roller coaster regular season game. Like It didn't even feel like a preseason game the way the Knicks were playing. And... You know, I think we always get on steps for, you know, playing guys too many minutes and this and that in the preseason. But, you know, I get it. I get why he does this because he wants the Knicks to go into the season with a winning mentality. Like, he's trying to set the culture from now. He's like, he, like he's trying to, he's not trying to wait for the regular season. He's like, nah, y'all got to bring this energy from now so that when the regular season's here, y'all are ready. And Knicks are ready. I, I'm, I'm hyped for this upcoming season. Like, low, yo, it needs to start to tomorrow. It needs to start tomorrow, honestly. I am ready. I'm ready for the Knicks to face these Boston, these Boston Celtics on Wednesday, man. But we went. He got that win, baby. One fifteen to one thirteen. RJ Barrett gives you eighteen points. Uh, is he have two blocks and six? What was RJ? <laughs> what is RJ doing? RJ, don't do that to them. RJ, don't do that. Oh, two blocks. Man. Two, two blocks. blocks. Oh boy! Come on, Julius Randle preseason. Oh, uh, Julius Randle and RJ Barrett, by the way, are leading the the, the league in minutes in preseason. Cause you twenty one points and ten rebounds on the night for Julius Randle. Gunshots for Julius Randle, also with two assists. Derrick Rose got twenty eight points and six assists. Gunshot in the air for Derrick Rose. Grimes gives you six points, but three of the most important threes points in your life in preseason. <laughs> the most important three point preseason points ever. All right, ever. I said it. Yeah, I said it. And Ob Toppin. With nine points, eight rebounds, three assists, three blocks. They said that we couldn't play together. They, I, I'm, I said it too. They said we couldn't play a small ball lineup of Obi Toppin and Randall. But oh, man, man, man. And the, and the thing is that if Obi protects the rim like how he's protected, how, like how he protected the rim tonight, it definitely can't work with Obi and Randall in the, in the um, lineup together. Oh, baby. Oh, ba- what more do you want, Ryan? Let's talk about it before we even get into that, man. Shout out to the shout out to the chat. Shout out, yeah, shout out to the chat. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to my boy Rodney Santa in real life. He's my guy in real life. Shout out to you, DJ Space Go. Shout out to Alejandro. Shout out to Fritz. <laughs> shout out to Jay Tucker. Shout out to Craig Ward. Shout out to the Nick of Time Show. Shout out to people who are supporting us. Shout out to Knicks Nation, man. We hear him hyped, man. I never been so hyped for, really? a, for a preseason one or a preseason championship in my entire <laughs> life. Last Go! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
Woo! If you like that intro, man, I know you took a while to get here, but if you like that intro, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. And also, man, get in this live. We want to talk to you live. I want to hear this hypeness live today from the audience, man. If you want to call in, call in 319-527-6241 if you want to talk Knicks basketball. But let's get to it, man. We'll start to break down this game. I'm going to get to the second half later because the second la- the second, ha- I mean the first half later because the first half is going to bring down my mood. <laughs> <laughs> the first half is going to bring down my mood, Ryan. So first we- half, a lot of, uh, in the first half, a lot of us are questioning like what the hell is going on because these are not the Knicks we saw all preseason. What the hell is going on? And guess, and we, the first half was, uh, was the whose man's is this half. Uh, yeah, for, for real. <laughs> the first half was definitely the whose man's is this half. So I don't know. Go ahead, go ahead. And there's one player. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I have to get on him this game because he played back. It was one of our new acquisitions, you know, one of the acquisitions that we were hype about. But Kemba Walker, he we, was getting burned on the defense. We, we get into that. We, we get into that, Ryan. He's, right. he's getting to the – we get into the smoke, Ryan. We get into the smoke, Ryan. We're going to start off good. We're going to start off good. We're going to start off good because we did win the game. There was a lot of good things to talk about. But Kemba, but Kemba, I appreciate you being here. This is preseason, yeah. so we overreacted. But exactly. we'll get to you later. Let's keep the mood high. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the mood high. But, okay, so, Ryan, what happened, man? Like, listen, the Sage was stat, man. The Sage was stat. Um, Mitchell Robinson – Right, Mitchell Robinson. Uh, we'll start with there. He came in. He he changed the imprint of this game. Uh, listen, the Knicks have been doing well when it comes to rebounding overall, but we are 25th in the league in offensive rebounding. Uh, today, we did well on the offensive boards, and largely it had a lot to do with Mitch. Mitch had nine rebounds on the day and the night, and six of those offensive. What did you say? What did you like about uh, Mitch's game tonight? Or just tell me anything you, that you want to talk, tell me about Mitch's game in general. Well, first, well, first and foremost, I'm going to lead off by saying this: it was clear Mitch was rusty. Yeah. You know, it wasn't. It, you know, it wasn't the same Mitch we saw last season, which is understandable. You know, he's coming off of a long injury layoff, and it's his first game back. He's still getting his feet wet, or whatever the case may be. But the one thing I did notice about Mitch was that you saw the impact immediately with him on the court. Because, for example, the previous game. Um, who, who did we face again in the previous game? Was it the um? Damn, my memory, my memory shot that quick. On uh, the previous game, we played. Who did we play the last game? We played the. I'm looking at my board. The Pistons. We played the Pistons. The, the Pistons, last game. yeah, yes. the Pistons. In that game, the Pistons guards were getting into the, into the paint at will, and we were getting killed in the paint. This game, you saw instances where when Mitch is in the middle, guys are not that quick to go up. Like, for example, I saw a play where Caldwell Pope where he got the ball in the paint where he could have went up quick for a layup, but he got but he was worried about Mitch. Yeah. So he hesitated. And then his then the reason he then with his hesitation, it caused Mitch to recover and then he passed the ball up to Gaffin who was eventually blocked by I think Barrett. And that's what Mitch brings. Mitch right. brings that inside presence that the Knicks miss where guys can't just easily just drive to the paint and just lay it up or get lobs and things of that nature you know that's the one big thing that i noticed about mitch and of course the rebounding was also a major plus mm-hmm. i think it, it's going to take time for him to like get his you know feet wet you know with the with the whole rotations i got to get into that the defensive rotation was terrible in the first oh half. it was horrible it, it, it was horrible it was horrible it was atrocious yeah. 
but you, yeah, you, but go ahead. No, but I mean about that's it. That's it about Miz. That's all we gotta say. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. We had listen, Montrez Harold. Who do we have? We had Jericho Sims in the first game. Montrez Harold saw Jericho Sims the first game. His eyes light up. Uh, Montrez wasn't really doing no Montrez things this game. Montrez only had 11 points and three rebounds, and he was killing us on the board. And that, you know, a lot of that had to do with the, with the Mitch effect because you know. Uh, he, he's not gonna. He's not gonna tolerate that stuff. Plus, you he, he saw. You saw Mitch. He, he's been eating his weeding. He's been doing his push-ups. He's done, and and Mitch. Mitch does not skip leg day. You saw the legs was good too. <laughs> Mitch, I see you, bro. You got the legs day too. You're not Tyson. Remember Tyson Chandler? Remember when Tyson Chandler was in the gym and he took that picture and he was all swollen up top and the two pics at the bottom. Yeah, Mitch. Mitch learned from his predecessors and did not skip leg day, so he's able to hold his own. <laughs> play perfect defense. Um. Um. You know, he got blocked a little bit, but you know what? He he did well. He set some good screens without fouling. He intimidated people uh, for long periods of time. And it got to a point where Taj Gibson was in foul trouble. And even though even though Tom said, oh, we're, we're just going to we're, we're going to ease him in and, he's, <laughs> and get him a taste. He's not going to play that much. Mitch ends up playing 26 minutes on the night. Uh, so. So so much for easing. He's playing his regular season minutes in his first preseason game. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced that I'm convinced now. When Tom Thibodeau says we're gonna play a guy a few minutes, he meets 25 minutes minimum. Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. There is no such. Tom is way too competitive to play people smaller minutes. He just does not have it. Unless the guy subs himself out of the game, they are not going anywhere. At all, but you know, the, Mitch. You know, it'll take time for Mitch to get back to regular season speed. The timing was a little bit off, but his intimidation factor was there, and he was sorely missed, and he had impact on this game so far. So, salute to Mitchell Robinson, and welcome back, Mitch. Man, we we miss you. And when he gets his full win, he's gonna be a problem, man. He's definitely oh, big problem. Going to be a whole problem. And I see. Okay, first caller is up, but before we even get to the first caller, before we get to the first caller, I just want to talk about. The small ball lineup, all right? Because the small ball lineup, we were forced into it. We were forced into it, Ryan. Tom talked about the small ball lineup for, for like, <laughs> beginning of the season, before the season even started. And yeah. we were forced into it because of Taz Gibson's foul trouble. Mitch already played 26 minutes. He looked down. He looked down the court. We were down 19 points. And he said, you know what? Randall and Obi Toppin have to play together. There was the, there was certain, there was concerns, Ryan, that we was not going to play good defense. And long behold, we played good defense. Um, what yes, did you sir. see from the small ball lineup, man? First and foremost, with the small ball lineup, yeah, we worried that you know the Knicks were not going to play good defense with that lineup. But I think the major difference was subbing out Kemba and putting in Grimes. Because Grimes added that extra defensive pressure that we needed on the perimeter, which the Knicks were sorely missing because the, because the Wizards guards were killing us that game. Right. It's not. It, it's not. It's not like as if the Wizards were killing us inside. The Wizards were killing. Were killing us from the perimeter. It was the guards that was killing us. And by putting in Grimes, the extra guy who can play that the perimeter defense, I think that helped to show up the defense overall for the Knicks. And the Knicks were able to score, of course, with a small ball lineup and hold their own on the defensive end. And that pretty much helped them to come back and win the game. And and Ryan, what do what have we been saying since preseason, Ryan? What have we been saying? We've been saying if there's any chance for McBride or Grimes, and I, so I, mean, I thought it might have, I thought it might be McBride actually, but we yeah. we said 
if there was any chance for, for McBride or Grimes to get any minutes, it is would be because the defense is just so bad, or or, or such a stupor that he's that the coach is forced to go to one of these defensive rookies to you know stop the bleeding, and that's exactly what happened today. That's yeah. exactly what happened today. It was like, all right, we had enough. Um, you know, he went to him early, so you know, you know, Alec Burks was sitting, so Alec Burks was sitting, so there was there was a plan to play him from the jump. And let's be honest, you know, he was he was putting in extra time since the last game. He was shooting um, extra hours with McBride last game, so it seems like he was predetermined. But you know, he he earned his way into that spot, and not only that, Ryan, the defense, multiple calls. Okay, Fritz. After this topic, we get the multiple, we get the callers in. All right, Fritz. When the defense, it was not even just that. Randall and Toppin are other, you know. Our other worries actually played really good defense as well, man. Yeah. Like I, I and, and also we didn't lose anything on the offensive end. We got Randall hitting last minute shots and OB hitting clutch threes in the corner with the with the renewed confidence of OB, even though he's been missing some easy layups. And and <laughs> Randall's offensive repertoire. If the defense is gonna scramble like that every game, then it's it might be worth a shot to do that against certain lineups, I think. Exactly. And to add to what you were saying um, with Grimes, I think this was a positive that Grimes showed up like that because this tells the guy that's ahead of him in the in the you know main rotation, the first and second unit, that if you don't hold up your end of the defensive unit, if you don't end up if you don't hold up your end of the uh, you know on the defense, we have guys that I'm gonna bring in these guys you know who are hungry right and take your spot for that game and I feel like that's going to add added pressure to these guys to play defense because they're going to know that if they don't play defense they're going to be on the bench and their spot is going to get taken by somebody else who's hungry to get into the game exactly Knox exactly Kemba <laughs> exactly <laughs> get your stuff together man Grimes is ready man it's Grime time baby we ready let's go let's go 104 in the chat if you're liking the conversation for far if you're excited about that win 104 in the chat let's hit that like button man and also subscribe to the channel if you a hashtag new alright let's go Fritz I know I know the callers are excited man bring in the callers man first call up let's go bring them in bring them in bring them in let's talk Knicks basketball buddies let's go let's go let's go, let's go. what up Say your name where you from sir Say your name where you from sir Yo, it's uh, Joey from Atlantic City. How we doing, guys? We doing all right, man. Yeah, we, yeah, we good, man. We good. Yo, I just want to say, man, Jay, um, Randall, he finally did it, man. He finally hit the game-winning clutch shot that I've been waiting for for such a long time. Like, just to see him, like, just to hit that, man, like, from all the times of him, you know, <laughs> messing up in the past from last season and the season before that, it's just nice to see him finally get that, like, you know the team running around him, and be like, "Yeah, like good stuff. We won." Right, you know? right. Like, I think he need. I think he needs that. You know what I'm saying? As, as our number one option. You know that just builds chemistry. It builds camaraderie. It's just like a good thing. So it was nice to see. It was nice to see us finally get a get a nice win like that. Like, you know, yeah. game winning type stuff. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree, man. It's, it's good to get that 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 uh. Get that um, what's, what's the momentum going into the season? And, and let's not be wrong; he hit a couple of game winners during the season, yeah. Late during the season, even though he didn't really show up in the playoffs. But I, I'm I'm with you. Though. I'm glad that Randall showed up and hit that game winner, especially over a guy you're supposed to hit it over, right? Like these yeah. guys can't hold your jock strap. Hit that yeah. jumper over there, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just think it's important, you know, just like for this year, you know, it's just it just shows growth. You know what I mean? That's what we're looking for, but. 
You know, Derek Rose had a good night tonight. I'm glad he showed up. You know, we need that from him. Mm -hmm. I don't think this team is, you know, going to be very good if he doesn't put up numbers like this. You know, he's going to be one of our, another one of our main, you know, scores. Um, RJ Barrett had some big blocks tonight. That was nice to see from him getting those blocks. Right. Um, but yeah, man, you know, it's, it's just good stuff. Good stuff all around. I feel like our team's really deep this year, you know, just, just seeing just so much good basketball. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm loving yeah, it. Man. Absolutely, man. We got weapons, man. We just got to learn how to use them and when to use them. But we have weapons galore. It's just going to be up to Tom to push the right buttons and play the right players to get the most out of the team. But we got something here, man. We definitely got something, man, for, for real. But, hey. yo, the, the main reason I, uh, I called in tonight, I wanted to talk about Mitchell Robinson. Um, I feel like tonight, just like watching him come back, you know, it's nice to see him back on the court. But I feel like he's kind of slowing down our defense a little bit. Just like – just I don't know, not like in a um, like a shot blocking state, but kind of mm -hmm. like in a movement, like the way that we chase down the the offensive players. I don't <laughs> know if that's because it's you know it's his first game back or whatever, but you yeah. know he seemed a little slow. Yeah, yeah. He, he was tired, man. Like he was tired. <laughs> he was tired. He hasn't he hasn't played yeah. full court real basketball game since uh, you know well last year he he. he he got a double-double last year playing against the Wizards at halftime, and that's the last real game that Mitch has had. It was a double-double. So, you know, that's, that's to be expected. Now, he's he's going to take a minute to get his, his actual game-playing wind back. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't read too much into I, that. Yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could see it, though, you know. It just – he seemed a little rusty. That's all I really wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah, but Mitch is gonna be fine. His presence, he, you know, his presence already kind of deflected some easy baskets just being there, just because he has the length and the stature, you know. So and his reputation, so he'll be fine. Man. I'm not worried about Mitch's at, yeah, Mitch at all. Yeah, I'm diving for a couple of things. I just hate to see him like on the ground sometimes. I'm like, oh, I hope he doesn't hurt himself again. You that, know? yeah, you know what it is. You want to say yeah. something, Ryan? <laughs> no, I was just saying that. Um, yeah, you know that worry's always, that worry's always gonna be there because you know he's come back from a long injury, you know, a long layoff and things like that, but. You know, it's like it's it's just a matter of time. You know, you just got to give him a few games. You know, let him get his um air back. You know, and get his basketball shape back, and everything's gonna be fine. You know, yeah. I would I wouldn't you know I wouldn't you know look too much into it today. Yeah, man, Mitch, you you can tell how tired Mitch is by how much he hits the floor. That's how I start to realize. The more he when he starts to hit the floor multiple times in a, a three minute span, that means he's really tired. He need to get him out the game. <laughs> so you, got, you definitely got to watch that carefully. But but he'll be better. But yo, thanks for calling in, Joey. Appreciate you calling. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you. Salute, salute. Yo, salute to the chat, man. Uh, if you if you're new, hit that hashtag new, and please don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. Shout out to Tanzia, shout out to D Nice, uh, shout out to uh, Still Knicks fans. I saw I saw Uruguay in the chat, Ricardo Custer. Shout out to you. all right, Uruguay in the chat. I see you, sir. DJ Space yes, Ghost. Everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. If you're liking the show so far, hit that like and subscribe button. Next caller up, you bring him up on on here on Fritz. Whenever that next caller is ready. State your name and where you from on enter because I can't even see who's, who's calling in. All right. Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up, J. Ellis? Your boy Andre from Richmond, Virginia. What's going on, Andre? Welcome from Richmond, Virginia. Are you born in New York? Nah, right next to the little brother, you know, New Jersey. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. That's all right, cool, cool. That's cool, cool. All right, cool. So, so, so um, what do you want to talk about today, Andre? It's just really just scary just seeing how much the Knicks, when they're not even on point, just because of 
one or two players. Meaning by that, like, you know, I, I don't want to keep harping on the guy like, okay, but up with Peyton, but let's face it, Bird couldn't shoot. I would say he was best as a backup and then just as he, – he had, he had his moments. I'll give him that. But when you replace a guy like that with a guy like him, even on a down year, and just seeing how even from the night how they were just easily moving the ball, just like two, six seconds, and then guys like the corner three to Queen Grimes, like they had at least, what, do about what about twenty three pointers before like three minutes before the actual first half, right? And yeah, we're gonna be a yeah. And we're gonna basically be a high scoring team, but then actually just the defense, and then you throw in a guy like Mitch right next to Jewish Randall, that were four guys that can all legitimately shoot above league average, right? And people then trying to say we got top five, like come on. Yeah, man. Listen, like we yeah. we've done very well for us. Like our pace has has quickened. Our off we got the fourth best offense rating in pre. It's only preseason, you know. We have been averaging 116 points per game, so we we stepped it up, and we've been averaging about 43s a game. I think we hit we, we uh, what I think we hit our number today, as a, as a how many threes did we actually throw up today? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm about to check. 42 three point attempts today, shooting 15. Yeah. Uh, forty-one percent from the field, thirty-five percent from three. So we're hitting our numbers. But you're absolutely right, man. With the additions that we made, we're going to be way better offensively than people give us credit for. Um, Kemba Walker, you know, even though he had a bad game defensively, he had six assists and hit some shots. But you're right, man. People are sleeping on us for sure. Yeah, and then the only thing I was really worried about for this whole night, and maybe, maybe I'm a little par- paranoid, but was when Mitchell Robinson went up for, to, I think, about either alter or block a shot, and then everyone else down the court except for him, and I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> He's, that boy tired, man. That boy tired. Yeah. <laughs> that boy tired. He was only prepared to play 10 minutes, and he played 25. <laughs> but he'll yeah, be, be all right, though. I'm not trying, yeah, but I'm not trying to say he was in front, but it's just, just the thought, like, because he really alters the game. Because like that, like how we always go back to the series with the Hawks, where Clint Capella was actually really the determining factor that really, you know, basically get like got us out there four and one. Mm-hmm. And then even with all the thing with Trey Young, did we only lost in like the game really got out really about to the second half because you know Debo was basically done, you know, and everyone else was just. You know, time came and it's like, you know, it's just yeah. one of those, one yeah. of those series. Nah, I agree with you, but, man. Yeah. I agree with you, man. We go ahead and we only then lost it by at least no more than about 10. And we was out there for the whole time. Like, if we really let that sink in and we basically replaced the two players that were even lucky even mm-hmm. nah. 10 points. And we replaced it with 15-point game scoring. And as me being generous with Akemba and then, let's say, 12-13 with Evan Fournier and how he was coming off the handoff, getting into it, mm-hmm. and then how much offense that created. And then that lob to what? First it was Mitch and then Opie Toppin that started getting us back in the game with the Wizards. Like, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah man. Great. Good stuff, <laughs> yo. Yo, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate you calling in, man. 
Yo, yo, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, yo. I don't know how many if you have any more calls. Salute to Jay Boogie in the chat. I see you, my guy, Jay Boogie. Salute to you, man. Yo, let's talk about Derrick Rose for a second. Let's talk about Derrick Rose for a second. And this, this, you know, Derrick Rose and Kimber Walker, they kind of have like a kinship. They seem like they're like long lost brothers. They, they were very close <laughs> when they first came together. They taking pictures together on, on media day. You know, they chummy chummy. I think it's time for Derrick Rose to have a talk with Kimber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I think it's time you, for Derrick you, Rose to have a talk with Kimber. You, you, I, I think, I think it's kind of wild that you know it's preseason and. We're already getting on Kevin for this one game because he was getting burned on defense crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. But here's why. And, we, and shout out to D-Nice. We're going to talk about Julius Randle some more too because that man, that boy a beast. All right? Yeah. <laughs> but like, okay. I am, I'm still happy that Kemba is here. Definitely. Kemba over Elfie Payton all day, every day. But for real. why I say Derek should have that cool win because I feel like Whenever Derrick Rose meets Tom Thibodeau, um, Derrick Rose's defense just goes up to another level, right? He's like if you look at the defensive ratings throughout his career, it always seems to be at his best when he's around Tom Thibodeau. Um, as good as Kemba is on the offensive end, I feel like there are certain defensive principles that he needs to implement that he that he had that he's just not doing, and even though he's you know. And, and and listen, look, Derrick Rose is not the best one-on-one defender, point, point defending point guard in the league. But what happens is he puts a he puts a lot of effort in. He has he puts his hands up in passing lanes. Even when he gets beat on pick and roll, he trails the guard a lot tighter. Um, like he tries to minimize his mistakes as much as possible. And I think Kimba has kind of has to learn to do that. Yeah. Um. But here's the thing, though. This is why, because with Kemba, you have to remember, he's an undersized guard. So most point guards he goes up against are going to be bigger than him. So they're going to they're gonna probably be able to shoot over him and things of that nature. The thing is, is that when you have Kemba on the court, this is why I preach defensive rotation so much, because when you have a guy like Kemba on the court, your defensive rotations have to be tight because – Kemba's not a great one-on-one defender. He, you know, guys are going to get by him sometimes and things of that nature. You're going to have to de- – and you need, you need your defense to rotate, you know, on point. Right, on point. Because, I feel you. Yeah, on point because with a guy like that, you have to cover his mistakes. Everybody has to cover their mistakes. So with the Knicks rotations not being on point in that first half, that's when Kemba was exposed because – if the rotations are not going to be on point and, and, and the Wizards know that Kemba's a weak defender, they're going to take advantage of him. They're going to drive on him and all those things. And that's what they did. They drove on him. They were able mm-hmm. to get to the basket. The rotations got messed up. Then often you saw it was either like Dinwiddie open for three who Kemba was guarding or, or Neto was open for three who Kemba was guarding. And it just, you know, it just broke apart. So, you know, Kemba's a great offensive weapon, but when he's on the court, the Knicks have to make sure right. that defensively they're scrambling because that's yeah. the only way you're going to keep the defense together when Kemba's on the court. Yeah, they can't have halves off like they did today because that's exactly what happened. They had halves off. So, you know, you know, Randall's a really good defender when he's locked in. I feel like he took off in the first half. Evan Fournier, he's been up and down, but when Evan Fournier is a good defender, when he's locked in, he's a good defender as well. Um, but, you know, Somebody has to be the emotional defensive leader in that first unit. And, you know, that's that's the L that we took 
for losing Reggie Bullock. But we, you know, it's somebody's gonna have to step up and just kind of hold somebody else accountable on that team for this to work going forward. And I and I'm sure you know. Tom is going to have Kemba look at a lot of tape because it, it just seemed like, especially in that third quarter, you know, the third quarter has been that quarter when we put up the most resistance and we made that pushback. It seemed like there was no defensive intensity as soon as the third quarter started. And a lot of that has to do with Aaron Holiday kind of, you know, taking Kemba's cookies today. But um, yeah. but on the other hand, we saw, we saw Derrick Rose score 28 points. <laughs> and we saw, listen, Tom is not trying to lose, bro. Tom is not trying to lose. Tom got a technical foul in the fourth quarter of a preseason game. You know? Tom is not trying to lose. Tom played there. How many minutes did Derrick Rose play? Derrick Rose played 28 points today. Kemba Walker uh, did not see the, the, the court after that third quarter debacle, man. But, like, Derrick Rose showed, man, Derrick Rose showed his true value because. Knicks only scored 15 points in the first quarter. And when we started going, it was because Derrick Rose was able to get to the paint a lot more and um, hit that little floater. And also, you know, get people involved with the, the alley-oops to, to Obi Toppin and and, <laughs> and uh, hitting three. He did everything, man. What did you see from Rose today, Ryan? Did you hear me? Uh-oh. I think, okay, I think we lost Ryan and his internet his internet connection dropped right now. I'm not sure what happened, but his internet his internet connection dropped. So salute to the chat man Fritz. What's going on, Fritz? Fritz, I'm not sure if there's another caller up. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's going on, man? <laughs> I, I know it's um, I know I, I feel forgotten out here because um, when it comes to the Knicks, uh, the Knicks went four and zero. I've been on four because um, I'm Xfinity. You <laughs> said <laughs> so, you're what? Um, yeah, I, I haven't watched any. Of the, I haven't watched any of the Knicks games. I just been watching these reviews. I, I know it's early, but I want to propose a trade. You want to propose a trade um, earlier? <laughs> I'm calling. X, I'm calling Xfinity. I, I, I'll trade News Twelve, Fox News. And the Hallmark Channel for my MSG back. <laughs> Basically. Oh man! So, oh, that's right. Okay, so you're in. You're in the. Uh, I see what you're saying. You're you're like in the one yeah, of those stations man. where you now have the MSG. A salute to you, man. Well, we're gonna be. Listen, man. I'm sorry about. I'm sorry to hear about that. So you didn't really get to get to catch the game. I'm, but I was watching the ticker. I was I was watching the ticker like real 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 intense. So I can't, I can't, I can't speak on the game, but I'm really excited for the season. I'm really hoping, um, I'm really hoping I can get into it. I don't, I don't want to pay for a second uh, cable, but may have to. But um, yeah, still excited for the season. Uh, I'm ready to get it to get it going. That's all right. You know what? You, you might have to get some um, some uh, Fubu TV that Nucky Fresh is talking about, man. You might have to go on and get that. Yeah, man. yeah, definitely. Yeah, but salute to the chat. Right. I Yo, think we got. Mm -hmm. Oh, Ryan, but Ryan is I back. I think we on. got a caller coming up. So, okay. Um, yeah, right. just give you a minute. Okay. All right, cool. All right. All right, cool. Ryan got caught in the Matrix, and Ryan is now back from the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my, my MacBook is acting funny. So, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> All good. It's t- you know, it's technology, man. These things happen sometimes, man. For real. All right, all right, all right. What happened? All right. All right, cool. I'm trying Okay, I'm trying to get you back here. I'm trying to get your picture actually back in here to all s- right. Where's my Ryan can? Let's see, let's see, let's see cuz you just completely dropped. But you know what? Before before we go on, let's talk about RJ Barrett for a second. Uh, RJ <laughs> RJ man, shout out to my guy Illa cuz I know, you know, Illa is the biggest RJ fan ever. Every time I, every time I see our, our Illa in the chat, I think about, you know what? Did I talk about RJ Barrett yet? Like every t- <laughs> <laughs> RJ Barrett man, another solid game. You look up, it doesn't look like he's having a, van- a fantastic game, but you look at the stats and you see realize he has 18 points, shoots 7 of 4 from 14 from the field and 50 per- you know, at fifty percent, and he gives another all-around game. Gives you six rebounds, not an assist guy today, but two blocks and pretty good defense, man. Um, especially on, you know, we didn't see Bradley Bill that much, but when he was on Bill, he played pretty good defense, man. So, what did you, what do you think about RJ Barrett's performance today? It was the Sixty-six percent from three was also a big positive. But I think the big thing about RJ Barrett was his defense. Defensively, he was really good. He definitely picked it up in the second half as well when he was with that lineup. You know, toward the end of the game, and with that, also with that major block, I think it was on um the rookie on Wizards, the um the Israeli dude. I forgot Avija or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I thought that um he played really well and. And oh, I, and to be real, like I've been impressed with RJ Barrett throughout the whole preseason. He's played really good, and I feel like he's going to be a major piece for the Knicks in the pre, in the regular season coming up. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I was I was kind of worried about his usage rate dropping, usage rate dropping. Um, but when I'm looking at what's happening on the court, it seems like Evan Fournier he, he he's kind of reverted to his his uh you know overseas ball mover role. He hasn't been taking that many high volume shots really. And RJ has been steady taking the shots that he's been taking all season. And it's it's worked out for him and it looks like he's taking a he's definitely taking a fan, uh step up on the defensive side. I saw a really good defensive RJ thread on Twitter by I think Ariel that was talking about how he adjusts his technique on getting skinny on pick and rolls. Um you also saw some really good one on one defensive sequences against Barry uh, Beal and also when Beal was out um, he's taking a challenge on taking their best offensive player because when Beal was out then they put him on Dimwitty you know and you know Dimwitty had to work a little bit a little bit so RJ man having a really really good preseason so far man I'm excited to see what he does it just seems like he's a steady progressing and steady adding things to his game for sure exactly and I think one of the fears I had for RJ coming into the season was with so many different weapons the Knicks had, I felt like his scoring was going to go down. But so far, I've been seeing in the preseason so far, it seemed like his scoring is going to is going to be pretty good. You know, even though you know the Knicks have you know more weapons on offense, it just seems like based on what I see in preseason, he's going to be more efficient. And because of that, and because of him being more efficient, he's going to be able to keep up his scoring. So there's definitely a positive right there. Yeah, what I'm seeing is. It's harder for Julius to get going in the flow of the offense all the time. Because in the first quarter today, I felt like when he was getting down, he was trying to kind of take over. And I feel like he was, put, he was disrupting the flow a little bit. Um, but 
you know, when Julius, he, he seems like when he gets more, when he gets more time, he starts to run around more. He get, he starts to get going in that third quarter, third and fourth quarter is when he really starts to shine and, to, and take over. So it seems like Julius, you know, he's not, I, it seems like he might not have the fast starts like he's not used to, like, like he's been having. He might have, like, he might be like the second, third quarter guy. And then, like, bring me home at the end, which is fine with me if he's gonna be, you know, giving you twenty nine points and win. like that's fine. <laughs> that's fine, man. Oh uh, man, but let's talk. Well, but um, you know, salute to the chat, man. I want to uh, salute you guys. If you're liking the show so far, please hit that like and subscribe button. Um, also, you can st- also call in and call in. Um, there's a number right there below 319-527-6241 If you want to talk Knicks with us on this Friday night, Friday night Knicks, the Knicks win, baby. Knicks win, baby. Preseason chip in the bag. Exactly. Let's hold up the preseason trophy. Let's hold up the preseason Let's trophy. Let's go. We got it. We are the champions. Hey, <laughs> at any time we can smack down Dimwitty. It's a good night, all right? Because I still do. I still, man, look, I don't forget. I didn't forget you with those Brooklyn paint jobs. You with the paint jobs early, and now with you with the Wizards, I still don't like you. <laughs> I still don't like you. <laughs> all right, all right. So, you know, screw you and your Bitcoin, all right? <laughs> but, yo, three callers up. All right, patch them through, Fritz. Let's go. Let's just get through these calls. And don't forget hey, to this, go ahead. Go ahead. This is hi. This is Marcel calling from Brooklyn, baby. Let's go, Marcel, right, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> Let's go, Marcel. <laughs> hey, I heard that the New York Knickerbockers, or should I say, our? Should I say ours? When I say the word ours, I mean ours. Our New York Knickerbockers sweeping the Washington Ooh. Wizards. I score 115 to 113 tonight on the Friday night Knicks. Looking forward to the regular season will taking place anytime soon. The playoffs will take place next year in April, and the championships on us. Mm. If they, here's the thing: if the Knickerbockers keep things hungry, all things up, and working hard to beat the defending teams, including the championship Milwaukee Bucks. Right. Our team belongs to our city, our team, and our communities, That's... big and small. I agree with you. I agree All with right. you. But you see us winning a championship. You, you, you calling a tip early, huh? Yeah. Do you know that the New York Knicks have won in 1970s and the 1990s? I remember this one back in um, when, I was, uh, when I was a baby growing up here in New York. I was born in 1992 with Harlem with my brother. Then I moved from Manhattan to Brooklyn, my home place, Coney Island, and, of course, Gravesend is my home stand back in 1993. And I saw the New York Knickerbockers have won the NBA championships back in 1994 against the Houston Rockets, the Indiana Pacers. I I, I think you have your, your facts a little, you know, wrong. We have not won a championship in 1973, <laughs> but you know. I mean, oh, yeah, we, that's I mean, right, 1973. Yeah, yeah we, we made the finals. We the, yeah, we made the finals, <laughs> but, you know, we, we are close. We are close. <laughs> yeah, of course. And uh, do you remember this? The New York Knicks have won right back in 1999. 
Yeah, we made the finals again. We, we made the finals. I'm, I'm glad you're a Knicks fan on, but you got to get your facts straight, all right? <laughs> well, you know what? Not just for the Knicks fan, but I'm a New York sports ambassador. All right, you got more work all to right, do. All right, that's good. Salute to you, though. Thanks you for calling in, man. You can follow me on Twitter, you Fritz, guys, hang that at Marcel. <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> hang up. <laughs> Have a good night. All right, all right you too, night. man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, was he serious or he's like trying to plug his his Twitter? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man! Next caller up, man. <laughs> Next caller. <up. laughs> I'm not sure if he was an actual Knicks fan or if he was for real or not, man. But he was he like test like he. Really? I, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, yeah, we had finals appearance in the nineties, but we ain't have no chip though. That's the thing. <laughs> you can't be an ambassador and then say we have championships that we never won. Like that can't. <laughs> what are you ambassadoring? I, I don't know. Yeah. I salute. I mean, thanks for the call though. It was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Next caller, please. Yeah, next man. Caller, please. Next caller up, friends, man. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Just salute to the chat, man. Illis, shout you out, Illyria, Tanzer, everybody else rocking with the show, man. <laughs> Y'all funny. Can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, I can hear you. Is that Reaper? Um, <laughs> I was a big Reaper. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, you know, I didn't even know I was on yet, but yeah, that was a really funny call. <laughs> I was actually just in the chat telling you guys to hang up on me. I don't think you, you know. Obviously, you guys handled it correctly. It's not good to be rude, you know. Right. So, uh, <laughs> But he was a pretty funny guy. Yeah, he was yeah. funny. Um, but yeah, you know, it's like I, I like the way the you know they came back. You know, I like you know obviously they have fight and heart and all that stuff. And Tom Thibodeau was just trying to show them like he doesn't care like what time of the year it is. He doesn't like to lose, and so it's definitely good to see that. But you know, you guys are spot on. The you know like the first half, I definitely wasn't feeling the defense. Uh, overall, I'm you know I'm not as hyped. I'm not as hyped as I was earlier in the preseason, mm-hmm. uh, mostly because I'm, I'm starting to see some things that are like, you know, I think is definitely going to be an issue for the, uh, for the squad. Uh, obviously, with Kimball Walker, it's like, yeah. you just can't stop anyone, it seems like. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. And you guys remember what happened to uh, Rivers last year. I mean, Tom Thibodeau does not care. It's like, he doesn't care if the city loves you. You know, so, you know, I think if, if he doesn't pick up the defense and his offense doesn't start to be consistent and pick up, I mean, he's still a great ball mover. He did, you know, he did some good things on the offensive side. He mm-hmm. definitely helps the ball move around really well. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, if, if the defense doesn't pick up and his, there's inconsistency from him on the offense, I, I do think, you know, uh, you're going to see, you know, Tom Thibodeau not even let Kimball Walker close the game, you know. Um, so that's one thing I saw. The other thing is, like, I agree. RJ Barrett overall, his field goal percentage is good, but I'm still really concerned about him finishing at the basket. It's yep. like, I think for the team to be a lot more efficient, like, like he needs to start finishing better in the paint. Like he's basically the one player where we run the one uh, the one play where he basically he's the one that gets to attack the paint mm-hmm. and they do it because he's a he's a really good playmaker you know I definitely mean he's an excellent playmaker and so he gives you a lot of optionality if he drives into the basket because he can pass 
throw a lob. There's a lot he can do going to the paint. But I think they're hoping he becomes a better finisher because if he doesn't, it's like it's, I think you know we're going to struggle if we don't start finishing better at the at the rim. And right now, it's like we're you know as a team we're struggling finishing at the rim. I think that's a big problem for the team. And you know I was you know the one thing they could do later on if it continues, they may start swapping him and uh, swapping him and what do you call it, uh, Fournier. As far as not necessarily put RG on the bench, but they'll swap roles where Fournier is the one who's attacking the basket more and doing some of that playmaking possibly. They may, I think they may end up doing that if RG doesn't, if he doesn't start finishing better at the rim, I think. Uh, right. It's just the whole team is just like, they struggle with it. And also Julius too. I mean, well, Julius actually finishes pretty well at, in, at the rim, but they just don't run enough for him at the rim. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, they don't try to get him open at the rim. And then also, you know, I don't think he, he tries to get to the basket enough sometimes, too. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, I'm like, um, I'm happy they won, but I'm not really as hyped as, uh, as I was, you know, uh, the first three preseason games. But, you know, you know, hopefully, hopefully they get better. And, it, you know, it's a good season. It's a really good season. All right, all right. Salute to you, Reaper. All right, man. Some good yeah, observations. Good call, man. Yeah, good call, man. And we can talk about something like the first thing he mentioned was okay. The holes, the holes, right? We haven't mm-hmm. played um, super high level defensive team yet. It's defensive team yet. Defensive teams yet this season. Um, I guess maybe the Pacers. I don't know, but um, yeah. I would say when we can't score, it's going to be interesting how we handle things because at that point that's when our defense has to take over so i do agree it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how long he goes with fournier and kemba in the lineup when we have problem scoring or you know or just or just will kemba be coached up better to play better defense the time pivot away you know what i mean yeah i i admit i can see a situation where if the defense is struggling that much in the starting lineup like Maybe there might be a situation where, like, Sibs will take out one of Kemba or one of Fournier and, like, and maybe, like, replace Fournier with, Fournier with maybe, say, Grimes, Burks or somebody like that. So where it's like, okay, you know, we're going to have a bit more of a defensive presence with those guys and rather than those two being on the court together on the, on the perimeter. So there might, be, it, there might be situations where Sibs might be like, okay, you know, I'm not going to play – Fournier and Kemba together, or whichever combination of you know players, Sibs thinks that okay, these guys together, it could you know the defense is not going to be you know as good. So I'm going to like take one of them out and put somebody else in, then have them play like you know like maybe one guy with the first, you know, one guy with the second unit kind of thing, you know, kind of like switch them in and out. Yeah, I can see that happening too, where he plays the rotations and puts Grimes in and plugs McBride. I don't know something along those lines. But I really want to see, like, we've had really good numbers overall in preseason. We've been top 10 in pretty much every category, offensive and defensive, when it comes to pace, when it comes to three-point shooting, when it comes to, to field goal percentage, when it comes, even when it comes to defense. But, you know, we've only played certain level teams. When it gets to the Bucks, when it gets to these upper halves of the Eastern Conference, when it gets to the West Coast, I want to see if all that is going to, you know, stabilize and keep up. Or, or is the numbers just, you know, kind of just a um, representation of the competition that we've been playing lately? But it's all in due time, all in due time, and it's still just preseason. And I'm still pretty happy what I've seen from this team so far. Like, again, 40, what, 40-plus 40 40 plus, um, 
Freeze made this this game and a lot more to go. Uh, okay, Fritz says another caller. One more caller up. All right, Patchman, Fritz, we, we, let's talk. Hey, what's going on there? This is Scott from Jersey. What's going on, I Scott? They love the show, yeah, man. What's going on, Jay Ellis, Ryan, Jay? Okay, um, just real rapid fire. I'm about to say I love the way RJ is playing so far. I mean, he's not he has not been perfect by any means, but still exciting to see what he's doing and how he's improving. I think we need to be very fair with RJ about his defense. I think his defense is improving, mm-hmm. but I think some people may have some ideas that he's going to be a lockdown defender this year. I think he's going to be a plus defender. I think he's going to be an above average defender. So I don't want people to put too much on him to overwhelm him in that part of his game, mm-hmm. but I think he's still going to be a really good defender for us. Secondly, it was nice to see Mitch back out there. Yeah. Sees that he needs to get his stamina back up, need to get his win back together. His lift doesn't seem quite there on the finishing and the dunks, but I think all that's going to come along, so I'm really excited. And I think he's really going to help our defense come together. And as a whole, I see people getting a little concerned about the team. Heard a little bit of the post game with Coach Tibbs, and he's talking about how the starters didn't have enough time to fully gel on the defense and offensive end a little bit. And I think that will come along. So I don't want people to get too down on what they saw in these last two preseason games. I think the team is still growing together, still gelling, still trying to figure it out. So that's all I wanted to say, man. Love the show. Shout out to you guys. Everybody hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe to the show. It's a great show. Absolutely. Thank you. I like yeah, that. Thank you, man. Thanks. You saw that he had the double Dutch guide in, guide out, hit his points. Bang, bang, bang. Clear, <laughs> concise. I'm loving that. Nice call, man. Liking that call, man. What's his name again? I forgot. I forgot his name. I'm Scott from Jersey. Scott from Jersey. Shout out to Scott from Jersey, man. Appreciate the call, sir. Appreciate the call. Definitely calling back, man. I'm liking this new phone call method, man. I'm feeling like I'm starting to get people that never called in before. So I think I think uh, I think the experiment is is working and it's worth keeping. So thank you guys. Thank you this because of your support and and your sharing, your liking, your your donations that we're able to add more things to the channel and, and grow the KOT show. So thank you everybody for the for your support and the growth of this channel. If you love the call, if you're loving the, the show so far, please hit that like and subscribe button as well, man. And um we definitely will be um next show will be opening night against the Celtics on Wednesday. So get ready for that. All right? Next <laughs> W. Next W. Let's go. The revenge. The friends game for, for Fournier <laughs> and our guy Kemba. All right. But yo, we man, look, we listen. I know we've been talking for a minute, but I feel like there's still like topics that we have not hit that we can talk hmm. about. Like, um What are we missing? What are we missing? What are we missing? Well, first first of all, Kevin Knox versus Grimes. Did we did we touch that, on Kevin that, Knox? That, that, we did it, but that's an easy argument. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's an easy argument. All right. Yeah, that's an easy argument, yeah. Case is, is it case like is it case closed on Kevin? Like I said this before, I think we have to kind of move him before we can't have a Frank uh Frank Lakina situation. Nah, man. Where we lose him for nothing. Grimes has better defense. Um, there was even a point where there was a steal. You know, Kevin always has problems where he doesn't see the man in his ball. Yeah. And in a pivotal time in the game, Grimes had one eye on his man, sees his man cutting behind him, and then gets the steal and ignites a fast break. And that's something that Kevin's been struggling with for like three years since he's been here. Yeah. <laughs> like little things like that. 
make Grimes on the court worthwhile. And even though he shot horribly, he hit important shots. And you just from just from summer league, looking at him in summer league, you know eventually those shots are going to fall. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> all I all I gotta say is, me watching Grimes tonight had me like Uncle Phil when he threw jabs out the front door. That's what I was doing to Kevin Knox. I was like, okay, Kevin Knox, it's time to go. Grimes is here. Grimes is taking over. I'm sorry, Kevin. You, 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 you pushed back on the bench. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. And and I saw somebody. I saw somebody mention quickly, because quickly didn't have that good of a night either. You know, like but he's had moments though. He's had moments, but you know he he's what two for eight for the night. Shot twenty five percent from the field. Um, a turnover, two assists. What did you think about Quickly's game tonight, man? But I mean, <laughs> there's not really much to say from what I've seen tonight. Um, it seems like I don't know. Maybe he he still needs some more time to get his um to get his game back. I I I, I, I like I really don't know what to say about Quickly in the preseason. He just hasn't shown me much. Like, yeah, he had moments where he looked good as a point guard, where he was making sound decisions with the ball. Mm-hmm. But I, but I also found that this preseason he's been a bit too foul happy, and you know, he's taking his shots. His shots aren't falling. I'm, I'm hoping that quickly will pick it up when the regular season comes. But during the preseason, he's he's been a bit underwhelming. I can see. He hasn't been okay. I, I'll say this about quickly because he's not always been a quickly supporter. Uh, he, I feel like they um, had him playing more of a shooting guard role today instead of a point guard role. The last game he had was more of a point guard role, and I actually felt like he did okay as as being you know setting people up as a point guard the game before, even though his shots weren't hitting. But today, as a guy who was playing more of a shooting guard role, I didn't feel like he had. Um, I don't know. I didn't. He had some moments like he, like especially in the first half, he hit like a a, a banker three. Yeah. So he had some moments, but I feel like he didn't have the same impact today. When he's not hitting, when he's not hitting his shots and playing shooting guard, like I, it's, sometimes it could get it could get a little bit shaky. Yeah. yeah sometimes I, it get a little bit shaky. Go ahead. Yeah, I will say this about Quick though. On defense, he has improved. I'll give him that. He is, he is a better defender comparing him this season to last season. But besides that, yeah, he shows flashes at point guard. It seems like I don't. I don't know. I, all I'm all I'm saying is I hope that when the regular season comes, he'll you know he'll pick it up. Yeah, I mean, like I think that he's he's made a point to improve his defense, and that's why he's getting into foul trouble so much. You know, yeah. I think he's trying to play up on his man and, and prove that he can be a good defender, and it's getting him a little bit in a little bit of a trouble, and that's why he's been you know foul trouble this whole free season mostly. But you know, I feel like quickly he's going to be okay eventually. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too. I'm not too worried about Frickley, man. I think it's gonna fall. I think his shots are gonna start to fall, for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah. Salute to the chat, man. Thanks for everybody who's rocking with the KOT show, man. If you're liking the show so far, hit that like and subscribe button. If you like what you're seeing, man. Um, the only other news really to talk about is like the Knicks have been making kind of like some small, some small moves here and there, like for these these, these 14 and 15 guys on the bench, man. We have a roster spot open. We've, we've cut bacon. You know, we've cu- we've cut um we waived Miles Powell. 
Yeah, um, but that, that that's just for him to play with the G League, though. Exactly, but that's just for him to play with the G League. Yeah. Uh, and we signed uh we signed the the dude from the Spurs, 19th pick, first first round pick from the Spurs, uh Luca. I don't know how to say his name, Samanik. Yes. They're close enough. Yeah, like we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we 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 cut and one Luca for another man. We got Lucas for days. Like what happened? What, what was happening about eighteen, nineteen years ago when everybody was just naming all their kids Luca? Like what? Ha- what was? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's gonna be another Knicks experiment, man. Luca is a guy who seems like he's really good on the off. He's pretty some some chops on the offensive end. He he had a pretty good G League stint. I think he averaged like twenty one points a game in G League. But his his thing has always been the defense. And if you come to learn, to learn defense, you've come to the right place. Tom Thibodeau might get him right. Um, but I didn't really expect him to see any minutes with the Knicks. But you know, it's it's one of those guys. It's like okay, cool, good move, first round draft pick. That costs us nothing, and we get to see you know what he has. It's, that's kind of like the the old school. Uh, the was a uh, Perry Mills way where you just get the the wayward first round picks and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'll say this about Luca though. Looking at his G League stats, they were really impressive. I mean, to to score twenty something points a game and get eleven rebounds a game, that's nothing to you know. That's nothing to laugh at. So, yeah. that's pretty, that, those are pretty good stats. I I read about what I read about him is that. Um, offensively, sometimes it's shot selection. You know, mm-hmm. he he doesn't take the best of shots sometimes, and he and he needs to improve a three point shot. Defensively, you you know, defensively it's kind of like hot and cold. You know, sometimes he's really active on defense. Sometimes he might lose focus because I think that's the reason he got cut from the Spurs. I think in a preseason game he lost focus on a play. And yeah. From that time on, that was it. Yeah. The, br- the, the Spurs had enough, so. Honestly, I, I see it as a, you know, a no-risk kind of signing because this guy has potential, and if he can grow into the player that he's meant to be, it could be it could be beneficial to Knicks in the future. You never know. Yeah, exactly, man. We might have Luca in the wings. Um, we might have Yoko Baitis who's out there playing well in Europe. We might have some guys coming down the pipeline. It could be good. McBride's still there. We got um, Powell who can still kind of, um, you know, pan out later we have a bunch of guys who we can you know you can probably plug and play a little bit later if some of this raw talent pans out even even uh amir sims man i like his defense and his footwork that he showed in the last game you know so i like i like it all man i like it all but to wrap it up man i i just want to i just want to end it here preseason i just want to talk about what we liked and didn't like about the preseason what we need to work on moving forward and we can we can wrap it up right there. I mean, the one thing I saw somebody say they want McBride. Um, listen, I'm not sure if that's going to happen yet. I always felt like Kevin Knox was a situational start because of the predicament that the Knicks are in. Right? They want to give him every chance to keep his job and to make a living because this is his last year to be with the Knicks um, and to make a name for himself. But when it comes to McBride, we're going to have him for, you know, years. And the guys in front of him, you know, they, they there's more of they, they're more solidified. They're more solidified run. They've actually contributed to winning last season. And, you, you know, they, they play a role. So it's going to be harder for McBride to get in. 
Um, but um, you know, like we said, it quickly starts to struggle in certain areas. Maybe we could see him get in some spot minutes later on. If there's some injuries, some there's some injuries, but it's going to be harder even for McBride to get in. It seems like because of the people in front of him. Yeah, most definitely, I agree with that because you have to look at the Knicks point guard lineup. They have Kemba Walker, an established veteran. Derrick Rose, an established veteran. Quickly, who Thibs definitely puts a lot of trust in. So right there, that's three point guards. And it was just proven the other day when Kemba was resting. You know, there was an opportunity to bring McBride in, seeing that Rose was starting. But instead, Thibs opted for quickly to play the point guard in the second unit. Exactly. So as much as we want McBride to play, at the moment it's going to be pretty hard for him because he's, he's pretty much the fourth, the fourth point guard in the rotation at the moment. And, it's, and like you said, it's going to take guys coming down with injury or it's either that or quickly does not impress. And then this is like, you know what, since quickly's not impressing me, okay, McBride, you know, you're going to get his minutes instead. Exactly, exactly. So I'm not sure what McBride's future is going to be, but um, it's going to be – it's going. It might be a hard road for McBride, man. As good as he is and as much as he's impressed, it might be a hard road for McBride to crack some some New York Knicks minutes. Or maybe if this, if a trade happens midseason, blockbuster trade, we're we, we trading all these, like, really solid pieces for somebody great, then maybe we'll see something, you know? But who knows? Definitely who knows. Also, I just want to add with this, man, from now on, Tom Thibodeau, listen, the jury is in. Obi and Randall can play together. I repeat, Obi and Randall can play together. Offensively and defensively, it can work. Oddly enough, I think them knowing that they're undersized on the defensive end mentally helps them lock in. A whole lot more and a whole lot better because I felt like they were scrambling and rotating better than I've ever seen before. So like I, I think listen, when it comes to these this discussions, how many minutes can Obi Toppin play? Really, he has to play next to Randall tonight. Might be the first night that might be that little inkling. This might be the glimmer of hope to having Obi Toppin play. Uh, you know, 15, 20 minutes a game maybe at, at some point. 20 minutes a game tonight for Obi. Yeah, but here's the here's the con to that, though. If if Tom increases Obi's minutes to have him play along Randall, what does that mean for Noel then? Because with Obi playing more minutes, and then you already know Dip's going to play Randall like 37 minutes a game. Randall ain't hardly coming out the game. So therefore, that's gonna be less time for Noel to get into the game. So, so yeah, you have to try. You have to try to balance that. <laughs> so, <laughs> and my my reply is so. Is my reply? <laughs> my reply is so. Who are we more invested in? Are we more invested in Noel, <laughs> or are we more invested in the guy who we drafted number eight? Or you know, Noel. I mean, and and I'm not saying Noel is a good player. He he he's a guy who can you know he's a rim runner. He's a blocker. He's a shot blocker, and he said, he, you know, he said he can. He's trying to expand to that corner three, but the more time Obi Toppin gets, the better he will get. And if we keep him, if we end up keeping him because you know he can play with Randall, that's going to work out better for us long term. And even if we don't keep him, 
the fact that he's experimenting, he's able to, you know, expand his game because we saw him do some dribble drive. We saw him do some dribble drive moves. We saw him do an ISO move. When's the last time you seen Obi do an ISO move ever? He played ISO. He shot threes. We saw him going to the rim, even though he wasn't finishing in the high clip. We saw him try all these other things. <laughs> that we never seen him do next year. If he's able to get some reps in, and we got to see that consistently, his his value will go up, and it's going to be way better for the New York Knicks going forward. So, my reply is so, <laughs> so what? I love Noel. Hey, Noel, get these five minutes blocking shots. <laughs> I'll say this though: if Obi can use his athleticism to block shots the way he blocked shots in tonight's game. Yeah, he does deserve those 15, 20 minutes per game. Exactly. Three blocks, 20 minutes, Ryan. Three blocks, eight rebounds, three assists, 20 minutes. Like I said, if he plays like that, then Noel, I guess I'm going to have to treat you like Uncle Phil did to Jazz, too. Exactly. Oh, throw you, <laughs> throw you right on your boot out of here, man. It's tossed. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> I'm with it. Oh man, for I'm real. With it. But that's all I got to say, man. That's all I have to say, man. Get that Knicks. We still have to work on the defense. We still have to work on the ball moving in the first quarter. Um, more small ball, please. Um, Grimes, please leave for Kevin Knox. And um, let's get this win on Wednesday. Salute, JT Reddick with the 499 super chat. Says salute KOT. This was a great, great, great game to end the season, man. I agree, man. Super agree, man. Oh man. But yo, there's no more calls. Thanks for watching. That's our show, man. That is our show. We will be back. We'll definitely will be back Wednesday, right after the game. Wednesday, come watch the KOT show as we celebrate, man. Because I'm already calling it. We win in this game. Yes, All right. Sir. They, they, they count us out already, yo. Ooh, the Celtics are better. Ooh, old man Al Horford is back. And uh, <laughs> No. 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 I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Randall. Randall. Randall is coming back. He's going to give you that 20. Kemba Walker is going to be hyped to play his old team. Evan Fournier, too, as well. And the defense is going to be way better. We're going to have practices. We're going to be locked in, and we're winning this game. Straight up. Exactly. Straight up. All right, but that is our show, man. You already know how to see us, man. You can follow us on the KOT Show on Twitter. All right, the Nick of Time Show on Instagram and on Facebook as well. And you know what? If you want to cast these, cast these lids, man. Let me show you what cast these lids, man. Get these KOT snapbacks. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All you gotta do, get the KOT snapbacks. Go to the Nick of Time Show slash catalog to get your KOT snapbacks. You know what I mean? Well, you those good. Thetimeshow.com. Click that link. Get the blogs. Get your snapback. And we'll send it right to you. Shout out to the people who have sent them or who have rocked them already. Thank you for your support. All right. All right. That is our show, though, man. Last, one last shout out to everybody. Fritz, Iller, Tell them Alejandro. Foolproof Projects. Thank you for everybody who's rocking with the KOT show. All right. Ryan, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. And I think Fritz kind of gave me the, um, the links to the side in the chat. So you could just go to the links right there. It'll, it'll send you directly to my Instagram and to my Twitter at Ryan G-K-O-T. And 
I'm gonna sneak this in, man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Bro, pick. Bro, pick. Hold on, 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 hold on. Let me let me introduce. Let me introduce the segment. Let me introduce. Right. The segment. Let me introduce the segment for guys who are OKOT newbies. We have a we have a tradition here. When we have a bro pick. We have something called ooh picks and bro picks. Bro picks are usually the worst basketball plays of the week, or or just something stupid that happened that we like to call that we like to to point out and highlight. So go ahead, Ryan. What is your bro pick for tonight? I don't know. I, I feel like tonight I'm, I'm in a petty mood. Oh, Lord. Petty. Los Angeles Lakers. Mm. LeBron. LeBron? You're giving LeBron the... Nah, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me finish. LeBron. Okay. AD. Russ. DeAndre Jordan. All these good... Dwight Howard. All these guys. Oh, and five in preseason. But there was a play against the Kings. Rondo and Russ gets the broad pick four tonight. Okay. There was a play where Rondo had the ball. They double teamed him at the top of the key. But my man Rondo did a nice spin move. Escaped the defense. Mm. Dropped to the basket. My guy had an easy layup. But no, he was like, you know, you know I'm going to be fancy. I see Russ in the lane. He passed it to Russ. Bang off the side of his head. Ah, oh, bruh. <laughs> I missed that. Anybody yeah. see that on Twitter? I missed that. <laughs> I missed that, man. You got, you got, yo. If you got, I'm definitely gonna be looking on Twitter for that, man. I'm definitely gonna be looking on Twitter for that, man. All right, all right. Yo, we got, yo. If you got a bro pick, I know it's hard. It's hard to like prepare. It's hard to prepare yeah. last minute. Yo, if you got a bro pick early, let me know. I'm gonna try to get a video clip set up. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And we get that thing popping. All right. But that is our show. We out of here tonight. Peace. Peace.